to the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. We are here until 11 o'clock as we look back on a frustrating, disappointing end to the game for Rangers in Leipzig. It's finished, RB Leipzig 1, Rangers 0. Rangers hung in there for long spells, very disciplined, and they were undone just before the end of the match with a wonder strike from Angelino which means it's all set up for a cracker at Ibrox in a week's time. But we've got an hour left, so let's hear from you on the phones. 0141 951 1025. Craig is a Rangers fan to kick us off. Sum up how you feel after that, Craig. Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's mixed. Mixed, really. Mixed ones on it. You know, on the, the one hand, you're kind of looking at it going, OK, 1-0. They were 1-0 down to Braga. Got, got them back to Ibrox and, and see what we can do. So... In that respect, yeah, we're very much still alive in the tie, but hugely frustrated as well because we were very well organised defensively. I, you know, um, I think it's probably the flattest attacking performance I've seen from us in Europe the whole season. Um, understandable when we don't really have any other strikers. That goal right at the end, that's the biggest source of frustration for me. We should have got out of there with a 0 0 draw, and I think we just about deserved to. But the problem is that I can't, for the life of me, how do you allow from a corner kick, even though it's a fantastic volley, how do you allow from a corner kick a man to be standing in yards of space? There's not one Rangers player on the edge of the box. Ryan Kent is caught sleeping um, away to the right. And that's really frustrating because, especially at this level, that is the quality that, people, that the players have got. When you're playing UEFA Europa League semi finals, to leave. That space after being so disciplined and well organised and kept the shape. Yes, moments of luck when the um, their striker gets found Darren McGregor and puts it over. But you almost kind of earn that, you know, wee bit of luck with how well you have played otherwise. So, yeah, it, that's just frustrating for me because we, we fell asleep at the, the last huddle. But we're still in it and that is probably the most important part of it, I suppose. Yeah, let's do big picture then. Would Rangers fans have taken a 1-0 Defeat before the game possibly It's hardly the end of the world You're still in the tie as Craig says But obviously the frustration comes with Being so close to nil-nil, Given the timing of the goal And the discipline of the performance At the beginning 1-0 uh, I think they certainly would have taken that Gordon But see as the game went on Yes they've missed a couple of chances um, But do you expect that 80 minutes on the clock You're thinking this is a big result In fact we were looking at it and you're thinking to yourself, is Rangers got to be brave enough and try and sneak something here tonight? You know, rather than just sitting there for a nil-nil, to get outdone my set play is disappointing. Mm-hmm. I do agree, I think Kent's caught a little bit flat-footed, but he's a forward player, he done a lot of running tonight, he done a lot of good work, he got caught a little bit, he should have had a better position, he should have got himself into that position, just in case anyway. But it's a good header out, and by the time it falls to the guy... Kent ain't getting there and it's all about can the guy mm. put the strike on the ball the answer was yes punished you can always make a case for preventing any goal Mark no matter whatever team you support we've all been there um, how do you look at that from a Rangers perspective should they have done more could they have done more or do you take your hat off to a great strike uh, well yeah you have to give credit to the strike because even if that guy's got nobody in that box near him he still has to get it in target and make McGregor work uh, and he did that but I always look at the defensive side and I'm a wee bit like Craig you know there's a lot of space there 
and I'd need to see it back again, big picture. But my initial instinct was Rangers had an extra man in the box, possibly not picking up, that maybe could have been at the edge. I think Kent, does Kent go out to maybe discourage a short corner and he has to make his way back in? And that's why he's he's kind of on the outside coming in. So, I mean, there was a lot of space. That is the question. Um, and like it's hugely frustrating if you're Rangers and you're carved open like they were for the one that the boy goes round Alan McGregor and blaze over the bar you can go real bit of quality but when it's for a set piece and that's the time where you've got possibly your full 11 round about the penalty area making it difficult that's where you don't want to lose a goal and uh, that's why there'll be huge frustration Rangers fans this evening I mean I don't know on the, the Leipzig equivalent of this phone in Craig are they saying well we missed an absolute sitter we also had another chance from Nkanku at the back post and that's what we deserved I'm sure they are saying that listen you know they, they did miss an absolute sitter and there's no getting away from that but at the end of the day yes probably the balance of play if you're looking at attack wise they were by far um, looked the better side tonight but you also have to remember the fact that for me this is a Rangers team that's nowhere near our full strength 11 and I think and I don't know if the guys agree with me here but I think it is crucially important that Kima Ruth is back in play in some form even if he only has to come on off the bench either way he has to be involved next week and I think Sakara's going to have to start because he's starting Scott right up front or whatever, he was, whatever the plan was supposed to be for me didn't work I know he was going for a defensive I know he was going for let's just stay in the tie but it, it, if he go, he cannot do that next week it's got to be Sakala or Ruth up front and one or the other on the, on the bench for me because without I think without Ruth I think we're probably going to go out and that's my biggest concern right now Right Mark we are looking at the goal again whilst Craig is on giving us his hopes for next week Ryan Kent you're right is initially looking to block a short corner what, what else is going on then? Well, I, I think Kent's out there to discourage a short corner because someone's out there. I think it's too, a lot, well, a lot for him to make up. Maybe if he's fresh and it's the start of the game, he makes that up. But I see when you see the six-yard box, the Sakala, I think it heads the ball he heads and it, yep. there's somebody behind him. There's, there's two free men which suggest there's somebody else not picking up. Now, in a, a regular league game, running the mill league game, I guarantee Rangers would have had another man at the edge of that box that that header comes to them and they just knock that on. They've left that wide open. Now, that's picking holes in it because the boy still has to put it in. But I guess the Rangers analysts will be looking at that. Rangers supporters may be looking at that. But I think it's a bit harsh in Kent to ask him to make that space up I mean especially Gordon we said as well there's not even a great deal wrong with Sakala's header he gets mm. it up and out uh, I don't know. are we picking holes are we splitting hairs I think we're picking holes Gordon we really, we really are I think we're picking holes because there's a lot of disappointed Rangers fans out there because they've seen a, a fantastic result tonight and a fantastic result would have been nil-nil but the objective of going over there was to keep this tie alive Give you an op- give yourself an opportunity at full packed Ibrook Stadium next Thursday to progress into the final. They've given themselves that opportunity. But the caller there is it, Craig? Yes, I, I totally cre- agree with Craig. If you've not got a, a focal point through the middle of the park, I can't see them going through this tie. Right, I really can't. I think they desperately need a roof back up there to give mm. them something. 
Uh, it's a fair point Thanks for kicking things off tonight Craig Don't forget This is an extra special Long episode of Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're here until 11 o'clock uh, Derek is a Rangers fan From Bathgate Same question to kick us off Derek How would you sum up Your overall feelings After that one? I, I, I think we're still on the tie 1-0 You know It's, um, it's still that we be done at home um, I, I agree with everything Craig said there What the boys were saying Um we we absolutely missed someone up front. That first half, we had nothing going forward. When they changed it in the second half, when the Rebo was through the front, it, it was completely different that first 10, 15, 20 minutes of the second half. Rebo went off. The Caller went through the middle, which I was surprised by. I thought he would have came on, went down the right-hand side. And the game changed again. Um, but you can't take any of that strike for, for the Leipzig boy. It was a great strike, but... Yeah, we're, we're completely missing something through the middle there for, for the hold-up play. Rebo was great when he when he went in that position. Gave us something to to go through, but yeah, we're, we're completely missing that. Yeah, I mean, Gordon, Rangers looked much better at the start of the second half when Joe Rebo went through the middle and gave them as much of a focal point as they could on a night when they had the players missing. Much better than the first half. And But as Derek says, he... He then was moved out of there fairly quickly after. Does that have any significant bearing on the outcome? Yeah, um, I was surprised with it, Gordon. I thought, I thought tactically tonight. I thought you've got to give the manager credit. He set up in a way to keep his cell in the first half. He achieved that. He changed it. He tweaked the formation. Second half, Rangers looked better and looked a better threat. I kept saying that Sakala cannot play as a middleman, but the tactic obviously was. We ain't going to play through the middle of the part now. We're just going to play over the top and hope Sakala can get there with some pace. He can't hold the ball up. Sakala cannot hold the ball up. I'm not saying he's a bad player. He needs on the wide areas to use his pace and go in behind and use plenty of grass. And he's a good player. Back to goal, he can't do it. So next week at Ibrox, it's going to be the same problem if they ain't get roof up there. They need... And, and he's not the greatest at it either, but... He knows how to play that position. So the biggest miss for me, obviously, in these games is Morales, but you've got to forget that he's not there. But I think Roof could be so important next week, Gordon, because if you go and play Alexia Sakala up there again, you go and open up, because they'll probably go to a back four next week and try and get the two full-backs mm -hmm. high up the pack. That team have yeah. got bags of quality. We've plenty of time to get to next week. Mark, once we, we realise you know who's available, who's not, what do you make of Derek's point about you know Rangers attack and what Aribo did and and who else was in there? Well, I, I thought it was a gamble, you know, playing if you were going to play Aribo in that position, it was gamble. But I thought they looked they looked better to that point when Aribo was there, it looked stronger. The there was that physical strength, something for Ken, and when Wright was on to run off. I think it possibly could work if you start that way. I really do. Um, and even if it's maybe somebody like Sakala, who you can maybe change in-game if you just want to tweak things a wee bit. Um, but the big thing is, you know, you've got a big game on Sunday as well. And you wonder what Van Bronckers is looking at to get through oh, Sunday. Surely not. Surely that didn't come into at any point. No, no, no. I'm talking about Sunday's selection about next week. All oh, right, sorry, sorry. Uh, I thought you meant tonight with Sunday night. Uh, no, no, no. About tonight, <clears throat> no. But I'm, I'm wondering 
if Roof's available and he's ready to go, does he play him on Sunday, knowing there's a big game on Thursday? It's a huge decision, but I thought for a time, their rebels through the middle looked like it worked, uh, but changed very quickly. I think I think he changed it, Gordon, uh, and just going by watching it and thinking back. A rebel was more effective through the middle, right? They got Rangers up the pitch a little bit, brought Ken into a few things. But when Sakala come on and put Aribo to the right-hand side, five, ten minutes later, Aribo was getting substituted. I think he'd ran his race. And I think that's why Van Bronckhorst decided to put Sakala through the middle because they were playing long balls to give him that pace to try mm. and put pressure on the back line of the home side to get them up the pitch a bit. They eventually took Aribo and Jack, who looked very tired to me, off the pitch. But this is a team that... They, they asked questions to Rangers tonight, and I think Rangers answered that. They were 10 minutes away from what you would call a super result. If that boy doesn't put his laces through that back in it, we've got phone calls here from Rangers fans that are so excited for next Thursday to come. But I still say that even when they look below par, you've always got a feeling for a team that's a good team. They're a, they're a class above braggers. Let me be honest to you, they look a real decent outfit for me. It's the timing of it. Isn't it Derek? I mean for a long time it looked like it was going to be that goalless draw um, albeit Leipzig you know they, they did miss a sitter didn't they? I went to the toilet at that point I missed it. <laughs> 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 I was in the toilet and I could hear them shouting but no I, I, I was thinking back and seeing the highlights of it but uh, yeah there was one point I think the ball came over the top um, Aribo held it up played it out to Kent and we had our best chance from that um, and then and then when Aribo moved out of that position we never had any other chances so big thing for me is again Sunday what, what's the formation got to be what's it got to play we'll obviously we'll go back to a four at the back um, we'll play a false nine we'll we have a similar set up to what I had with Motherwell last week um, but yeah I'm, I'm really hoping Ruth is, is back fit and, and, and hopefully starts the, the, um, the home leg next week uh, I mean Derek any game that's settled by one goal you're obviously going to analyse the goal that's just th- the way football is but is is that valid or is there an over analysis of a goal that ultimately was just a brilliant strike and whilst yes you can maybe look at one or two small things Rangers could have done is it a goal that annoys you or do you just have to sit back and accept them sometimes? I, th- I think you do I think you've got to take your hat off to it and say listen that was a great goal small things leading up to it Um I think uh, I can't remember who headed it out Sakala. from the corner, but but there was someone behind him. If it was Lundstrom, if he'd left it, Lundstrom had a, an easier clearance. Ten could have got out to it quicker. I I don't know, but I think sometimes you've just got to take your hat off it and say, look, they were the better team on the night, attacking wise. McGregor had it. I'm just sorry. I'm just watching the highlights here. Some of the highlights, and they they had a great chance in the first half. McGregor with a save. The, the, the absolute settle that they missed there was a cross came in McGregor could have came out to, to catch it and, and Konku with a header at the back post so listen they had the better chances they've scored a great goal I think you've just got to say it's 1-0 game on second half Mark is there a case I asked it earlier now that we've seen it back I mean look there is VAR so that we can't make calls for that as such or, or, or there is a poss- every goal gets checked if you know what I mean um there is a player, he's in an offside position, he's the closest player to Alan McGregor, and Alan McGregor sees it late. Now, those are just the facts, so I'll let you fill in the rest. Is there a case to say that he, that, that should have been given his offside? 
I, I think Rangers would have a good argument. Now, the only thing is, like you say, the the VAR checks us. Now, he isn't in line with the ball. It's not like he ducks and he's he's just to the left of Alan yeah. McGregor. And he kind of moves to the side, though, doesn't he? he? He does slightly, but I don't think I don't yeah, think it's enough yeah. because the ball, you know, goes in the corner and it's where McGregor's diving. So. I think they would have looked at it. I think they would have looked at it a couple of times and saw that that line of the shot, it wasn't impeded. But you know, fine margins like that that sometimes could go your way. But I think it was the right call in the end. Uh, so still feeling so so, Derek, relatively optimistic or comfortable at this stage. Yeah, I think you've got to look at the results we've had at Ibrox in the last two or three games, um, especially in Europe. Uh, Crowd behind them, 1-0 down against Braga, come back to win it. I know it was an extra time, but you still go through in the tie. Um, I think we've got, at 1-0, we've got an opportunity there. Even if it's if it's a reverse result and we go 1-0 in the extra time. I know we've got a big game at the weekend as well. We might have one eye on Europe, but I don't think you can. Um, we need to go for it on Sunday. But yeah, at 1-0, you're always, always, always in the tie. Right, thank you Derek and Bathgate till 1419511025 We are here until 11 o'clock We'll hear from Giovanni Van Bronker soon I hope It will certainly be interesting to get his thoughts On what was a huge night for Rangers And the tie is not over yet Next week at Ibrox will be quite something Let's bring in Matt Who's a Rangers fan from Pollock How would, how would you sum it all up Matt? Oh, a hard watch Nervous way <laughs> I'm, I'm that nervous I've got to go get my, a manicure tomorrow because my nails are all bit right <laughs> I don't know what I mean but unfortunately a lot of, I've chased all the boys in the work right I want to go to the game tonight either a draw a win or a one not in defeat take them back to Ibrooks because next Thursday what they need to do is we're coming live from Ibrooks and it's Cadbury time I mean that's what you need to do <laughs> it's what time? It's what time? Cabri. Cabri. Oh, no, Cabri, right. <laughs> He's got chocolate in his mind, this guy. It's been a long night for him, Matt. Oh, it's Cabri too. Only the flakiest. Daza, you know about Cabri not singing and acting your karaoke thing. I've entertained the public, my day. That's what I've got to say that. Um, Mark. <laughs> Cabri type, I'm just getting over that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Matt put that quite well in the sense Is this the the last of the acceptable outcomes for Rangers? Yeah. Obviously you want to win the game If you can't win it, you settle for a draw Anything more than one <coughs> we're, we're not having you know these conversations yeah. is, is this the, like I said, the last of the accept, slightly I, acceptable outcomes? I think outcomes? it is acceptable I look, When you, you look at Leipzig You look at the league they're in The riches have got You know, what they've done in this competition so far if you said to most Rangers fans before it, would you take a 1-0? Narrow defeat? Yes, 100% take it, go back to Ibrox. They've already proved that they can overturn that kind of deficit. So I think even when you look at the players Leipzig were bringing off the bench and you look at Rangers bench, 1-0 is not a bad do, result. Do you know where you answer the questions going? Quite simple. I, I, see if you're sitting maybe tonight or tomorrow and you, you want to put yourself through again. Go and watch a game again and you'll cut holes in the, the goal that they're conceded. But you'll realise that 1-0 tonight's a good 1-0 because they could have maybe put this game to bed. 
right? They had created a couple of good chances. They've missed an absolute sitter. Um, okay, McGregor's not had save after save after save, but on another night, they could have been clinical and mm. put this game to bed. They've not. Rangers have lost a goal yeah. from a poor set play. That's a good yeah. 1-0 for me. Yeah, I, I get that because they scored one and they had other chances, Mark. But, you know, the one they scored is, as we're saying, it's a sort of one in a hundred hit. They, they created two chances, yeah. really. Two good chances. Again, you, you would have taken that probably before the game, wouldn't you? Yeah. Going away to a top, rich Bundesliga side. Oh, of course, because these teams know how to play. And, you know, we were saying it in the first half, I wonder how the crowd was. But Daz, to be fair, called it and says, I don't think they'll be too bothered, they'll be patient. Got That's these right teams, tonight, this guy, he, he was he? on the ball, apart from that jumper. He didn't get right. But, I mean, they were... She was a Cadbury, I'd be melting. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they were patient, they knew what they were doing, and you're right, if you could say, we only conceded really a couple of chances mm. in a spectacular goal, I think it's a good night's work for Rangers. Did Rangers get it? Right, Matt, uh, Matt, I mean, I know they lost the game, but in terms of who was available, the way they went about it, what did you think of the game plan? Well, of course, I've not got a recognised centre forward, right? And I was watching the, the Leipzig back, the back four, were unsteady me when we went to attack them. If they get camera roof back next week and a recognised centre forward, they can run them up with two centre backs. Listen, I've got every confidence in Rangers winning next week. Every confidence. That's the only worry I had. When they go two, three, nothing. But they lost a goal because I thought it was, was no fashion. Shakala, he did the ball out and then thing with Kent was a bit slow in the boat. A good goal. But I thought it was, I mean, but end of the day, we're in the, in the tie. Back tie was next week. Half day time. Don't worry about it. Manicure the morrow for me. Cadbury's chocolate for everybody. Half <laughs> the time. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your night Matt That was Matt and Paul He's having a great time Oh, oh he's, he's happy it. He's having a good tomorrow Let me uh, say that <laughs> Wonder how the head will be tomorrow At that manicure <laughs> I bet he wakes Hope up got early. He wake up and go Ah phone radio <laughs> <laughs> oh, And I've booked a manicure Oh no There's <laughs> <laughs> a chocolate all over him <laughs> I hope that's chocolate <laughs> in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I set you up with that one, do you like it? Uh, Mark, we've never seen Rangers approach a game like that in Europe before, mm. but we've never seen Rangers play without a recognised striker available in Europe before. So, <laughs> does does you know those points answer each other? Yeah, uh, I think the manager has got to take credit for that. He had some big decisions tonight. I mean, he could have played the exact same way. He could have played Sakala through the middle. And just shaped up like he has done all along. But he obviously recognises the dangers at this level, the competition, the team he's playing against, what his preferred outcomes would have been. Now, for 45 minutes, got it spot on. Everything was right. He would have ticked a lot of boxes. And I believe the only reason he changed it was because he's he seen Leipzig, you know, there may have been opportunities to get in them. And I thought, again, it worked up to a certain extent. So... A lot of his decisions tonight were right. Um, you know, the, things like the goal can harm. There's not much you can do about it. Uh, the players on the pitch, I'm I'm still critical. I've seen that a number of times now. I think Rangers, when you look at it in that box, have actually got three players that are spare. You've got Sakala who heads up Lundstrom just behind him. When you see Kamara as well, Kamara's kind of the other side of the penalty spot, free. 
I think it's still a lot of work for Kent to do. So if Kamara's this side of the penalty spot where the strike comes from, I think he gets in line and blocks it. But just those small bits and games, very very hard to criticise because I, I, don't minutes. Think, I don't think he can criticise a manager at all tonight. I, th- I think he he got his tactics um, nearly. 100% um, I think he looked at players that had ran their race and unfortunately he didn't have the the players you know available to him to change it in the right way that he probably wanted to I thought he set up well he recognised that you know changing the system second half especially when you went in 0-0 and really you know not being under the cost too much uh, it's, it's sometimes a brave move to turn around and say I'm changing the system he changed it, it was better but mm-hmm. unfortunately for him that focal point of the centre forward keeps coming back and I thought Rebo ran out his, uh, uh, the batteries as I call it he had to change it he's been outdone with a set play I'm saying that's a good one nil tonight if you are the beauty salon or nail bar that's received a booking from Matt and Pollock tonight, we're sorry. We are very apologetic for any part we may have played in it. Send Gordon Deal the bill yeah, and he'll pick it up. But thanks to Matt, 01419511025, it's a great time to call. Maybe you've come out from behind the couch now, Rangers fans. What did you make of it? And hopefully we'll hear from Giovanni Van Bronker soon as well. Get those calls in. Games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. What a novelty this is. 11 o'clock finish for Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here taking your calls as we reflect on a huge night in Europe. One which didn't go Rangers way, but one that certainly hasn't signalled the end of this tie just yet. A 1-0 defeat in Leipzig. We'll hear from you, lots of you, between now and 11 o'clock and hopefully we'll hear the thoughts of the Rangers boss as well. So stay with us. James is in Glasgow tonight. How do you sum it up, James, at this point? Hello, uh, Gordon. Uh, Gordon and Mark. Hi, James. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, I've listened to your show for a long time. Uh, first, first time caller. Oh, it must be a big game then if this is the one that's made you phone in. Maybe he's just uh, talking about the night. How long it's been listen, for me. <laughs> we have myself, my son who's ten, who's always sent to me phone in to the show because I'm so opinionated. When What's I his name? To you guys. His name's Calvin. Calvin is a, yes, a man of great taste. He has such football knowledge, he's amazing. He says they could beat Gordon Dale at beat the pundit any time. <laughs> I don't doubt <laughs> it. Why always picking me here? Well, it's the obvious target, isn't it? Not really. My record was good. Okay. No, but get Calvin on. Get Calvin on on Tuesday. Look at this guy. He's trying to dig out 10 year old <laughs> Get him on on Tuesday. He's 10. He's just turned 10. I don't care. Take it easy. Anyway, James, uh, I don't know if was Calvin allowed to stay up and watch it. Well, yeah. Completely, yeah, he loves he, he loves the game. We, we just had him at Ibrox there for a wee tour there and Friday was his birthday something. Oh, yeah. But anyway... This is a, my whole point tonight was I, I was so impressed with Rangers. Um, I thought they played a great game defensively, um, and they had every chance of winning that game. And at the end of the day, it's one nil against a team that that have won what's their record? Twenty two games in a row. Is that correct? Yeah, I've got a great home record. I, I can must admit I can't remember the exact number, but it's it's up there. The last four of Europe, you've got to be there was. Points of that game, yeah, Rangers, you know, they, they weren't as fluent, but I just had the confidence they were going to come into their game and they started showing signs of that. And I have a bit of confidence when they come to Ibrox there. They've got, they've got more than one goal in them. 
hundred percent. Yeah, well that that was all we said before the game. It's all anyone said. Mark is be still in the tie. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm always a bit unsure about this cliche when people say you can't win it but you can lose it in the first leg. Don't really know about that, but um, well, if, if that game tonight, if that ends up three 0 you know, just you know, your three goals behind going to Ibrox, the momentum, the, the atmosphere might have been flat. See when it's one 0 I mean, James is right. The way Rangers start in Europe, but you know, it's different for the way they are in the Premiership. They start so quick. If they get a quick goal, then the tie obviously just turns in its head and we've seen them do it before and Rangers at home in Europe this season I mean they, they tend to score a few goals don't they? they 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 tend to score a couple of goals even against the top sides they've managed that so I think they'll look at this tie the exact same I think the blueprint that they've set out for themselves at Ibrox I don't think they'll change it they changed tonight obviously and the the striker things obviously the, the glaring um, obvious change that they might need to make but in terms of how they play with the full backs high and Tavernier coming to the back post and being relentless pressure and pressing higher I think that'll be the same come next, next Thursday next goal's massive next goal's absolutely massive um, if Rangers can come out the blocks next week and get that all important next goal the confidence the crowd behind them of course they can go and achieve an absolutely brilliant result, Gordon. Uh, if they get it, it's an uphill task, of course it is, but all tonight was about making sure you give give yourself the best opportunity and they were 10 minutes away for an absolutely fantastic result, but they've given themselves a great opportunity to get into a final. That's all you can ask. It's up to them now. Just the one big moment, really, James, in terms of goals that, that separate the teams. What did you make of that goal? Yeah, it was it was uh, it was interesting. Uh, I, I was kind of crying out for the substitution, and uh, I think it was Sakala that headed the ball out. Um, yep. You know, it's one of these things. He's done his job. He's defended. He's he, he's not a defender, and that's just the way the ball's landed. And the striker's good enough to to, to finish that. That's just the way it goes. But overall, I feel I felt pretty confident I've seen enough and I believe when Rangers come to Ibrox the fight and, and the team now and it takes me back to when Van Bronckhurst was a player at Ibrox I feel that's came back now with Rangers and the way they play especially in Europe against these teams um, it's phenomenal it's, it's it, we're in dreamland now that's, well yeah. they're, they're a different team at Ibrox Rangers in Europe um, you, you have I keep comparing it to the Dortmund tie because you have to that was such a high level Rangers set and even when Dortmund came to Ibrox much better performance for them Rangers still matched them so if you're a Rangers fan going along and you were there that night you've got to believe that your team can match it at this stage of the competition when you're almost there you need one big push and it's at home you've got to believe that your team can match that performance and if they do then they won't be far away they might just Managed to turn this tie on. Uh, thank you very much, James. Give us our regards to Calvin, will you? I will do. Thank you for having me. No pleasure. That was James in Glasgow on 01419511025. We are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. Uh, we must be getting close to hearing from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst very soon. You all right? Are you holding up? Yeah, I'm loving life. Must be getting close to the end. <laughs> I, I, was did that. I looked at the clock there.
behave. Come on, this oh, is a privilege to be here on a Got European it. semi-final yeah, night. These are the nights that you want to stay on to half past 11, 12 o'clock and you know, you just want to be here for the, the audience. Just think, when that cross came in, or when that ball fell to your nose in mm. 1994 all the thoughts came through, if I score this I might elevate myself to one day being able to stay on till 11 o'clock on Clyde Yeah, that's exactly what was going through my head, working with people like yourself. I knew it. Absolutely. Um, I was like three at the time and couldn't have cared less. But anyway, um, Paul is in Wisher tonight. How do you sum it up, Paul? Uh, hi, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. Uh, well, my opinion of the game, I thought when I was watching it tonight, I thought that uh, personally the the first leg against Braga was definitely a lot poorer than what we seen tonight. I was just kind of wondering the panel's view on that. I thought definitely Rangers were definitely a better side tonight than they were against that first Braga game I think second half tonight they were um, first half you know didn't really offer anything going forward that was pretty similar to Braga I suppose but second half I thought when they changed it and they started getting Kent on the ball they looked a bit brighter um, and they looked like they could cause a problem the one right goes down and Aribo heads back to Tavernier <coughs> decent opening um, I, would, I would tend to agree with it. I think this performance side certainly shaded it and that's why I suppose Rangers fans have got to be confident that they can turn it around because they've done it before. So why why not again? Yeah, the only thing I would say they n- they never. I don't think the goalkeeper had a save to make. I thought going forward, second half Rangers looked better. I thought the shape was good. As I say, uh, they were going to a difficult place. Get your keep yourself on the tie. They achieved that, so you can't criticise them for that. They've got it in their own hands to go out next week if they can get that all important first goal. It was amazing how the game changes. Uh, but this tie is still firmly in the balance, Gordon. Uh, but I will need a massive performance from Rangers next week. Are they capable of doing that? Of course they are. Was there anything that, that you didn't like about the performance, Paul? Anything Rangers got wrong? Or, or was this just the maximum sort of level that Rangers you know, could have achieved with who was available and who wasn't? In terms of the result, I think 1-0, you're probably thinking, all right, that's pretty good. But I think, let's see, when Aribo started up front and then they, they changed that, I thought that something something went lost there, I think. As I've probably been saying already, but like, Takala just doesn't go that, that stent up front. It just seemed a bit weak there. I think they would have been better having Takala on the wing and keeping Aribo in that position, personally. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way, that's for sure. Um, whether, I mean, I know you make the point, Gordon, that Aribo was subbed, was it 10 minutes later? Yeah, he was tired. But Gordon. still 10 minutes later, you know. Yeah, I've, I, I will say that I've given the Rangers manager all the praise in the world because I thought tactically he couldn't do any better tonight. He changed it when he had to. What about the point that Paul's just made? This is what I'm going to say. That was the only bit... I was surprised about his decision when Sakala came on the pitch. I thought he'll play Sakala just for a straight swap with right, try and get him down that right hand side, try and get the balls over the top of the full back, get Rangers up the pitch. As I said at the beginning of the show, Gordon, I I never thought for one minute Sakala would start a game up front. He can't play there. It's obvious he can't play there. That is not his position. I thought Arebo was doing very well as in linking up the play, bringing in Kent a few times. He had a nice wee header, cushioned header back to Tavernier. Unlucky to see that one being blocked. But I just think for that 10 minutes, Rangers did lose the momentum that they were trying to get going forward. 
Because I thought when you seen Arribo going to that right hand side, when he's having to do shuttle runs and, and track back and he's almost a couple of yards just in front of Tavernier, see that mentally, that just takes even more out of you. So if you've got Sakala there, the, the thing you lose is defensively Arribo better than Sakala in those final thirds, but you've still got that energy, you've still got that fresh legs to get back to your edge, your own box, but then take the game the other way. And if you're Arribo, you just wondered if he would have been as tired, you know, just occupying maybe the halfway line, the centre of the pitch, getting things up to him. It may have paid off, but look, it's fine seeing that now. It's on hindsight, you know, but we say these things and things might have worked out differently. Anything about the goal that annoyed you, Paul? I don't really think you can take anything away, to, yeah. away from it. I think some of the, I think uh, their their main man missed quite a few vital hits. I think oh, we got off lucky when he totally skied it over the bar. But um, no, not really. I think probably just more that we should have got more on target. Really, maybe just you know took a bit more chances. Sometimes I think when we got a wee bit of the box, it was kind of that kind of way where they just were too shy just to hit it right away. I think Jack kind of took a brave shot, but probably should have done better to get that one on target. Yeah, it's not Giovanni Van Bronker's style to to really moan or question whether there was a player in an offside position. He tends to be quite you know, relaxed about these things. You know, some Rangers fans are sending me the picture on Twitter. We've already, you know, brought it up ourselves as well, Mark. It's... I think the problem with those situations it's the classic example of you do see them given you also don't and it's very hard to to almost fully understand what it is they're looking for and in those situations on VAR well I, I think you know the fact that they have looked at it and they would have looked at it I'm not saying VR's right all the time because we've seen some decisions go wow how did they come to that decision but I think when they've looked at that like I explained earlier I think if he, the Leipzig player is a yard further to the right, just even a yard, I think the goal may have been disallowed. But I think there was enough of the ball for McGregor to see. I was in his line, he dived to not put him off and not interfere. So that's my understanding. That's why I thought the goal stood. I, I can see why it would be off-putting for McGregor because, you know, he's in his line of sight. The player's in his line of sight, but it's not in line with the ball. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. All right, thank you to Paul, who is in Wisher tonight on 01419511025. We are on Twitter as well. I mean, the, all the big questions are getting asked. Chris says, has the Dazzler got any of those nachos left? I'm starving. Uh, no. They're uh, not in good shape by uh, now, are they? No, they, they all get... Uh, we, we, He's annihilated no all this chocolate, uh, though. We no time to eat them. I was on what the caller was, the Cadbury's. <laughs> he's um, on the cabaret you know what I've noticed he must be getting tired he's pulled up his wee stool oh, my back he's, he, my, no, my head he looks back. sleepy well, uh, well uh, we're on the golf course at 7 o'clock we've had a long day but you should have prepared better I did I went to bed this afternoon for a, a did nap you? Yeah. you're old uh, uh, oh, no no we're we a glass called, of milk I call being professional uh, but no I've really enjoyed my night what time <laughs> <laughs> John is in bland tyre what's your point tonight John Hi there, um, I was just curious, um, to watching the, the game tonight, as a Celtic fan, um, from the semi-final, when the old Rangers played in that semi-final, was that the same kind of a set-up that Giovanni had set up for tonight? You have to admire John's commitment to getting the dig in, 20-11 to 11 on a Thursday night, he's watched mm -hmm. Rangers, he's, 
he's stayed up late to get his dig in, which is fine. Um, was he talking under the leadership of Walter? Who, yes, because yeah. obviously they did put very defensive performances up to get to the <clears> final. Was that the same tonight? I think I think there was a degree of more uh, defensive um, situations tonight for Rangers, of course. Mark touched on the point earlier. We're used to Rangers even going to Dortmund and being very fluent, opening up, going attacking. I just think that the manager, I'm not, I thought their manager uh, got everything nearly spot on tonight, Gordon. I really did. I don't think he could have, looking at the situation with that no striker situation for him, I don't think he could have done a, a lot more. Was that not the reason behind it, John? Just because they had no strikers available? Well, possibly, but um, just out of curiosity, right? Um, when you look at it, for what I saw on the game, um, Aribo was in the middle of the park who's not playing as that false number nine so if you're looking for a false number nine to, and you're asking a player to go up there and play that position he was more defensive than an attacking like false number nine so I don't know if it was maybe a bit uh, curious of that obviously that player has to come through and He's maybe more used to coming back to to get the ball, but at the end of the day, he's been told by the manager to play up front as. I mean, that's the positioning. For yeah, I mean, it was in the second half of Mark. He wasn't. He wasn't there in the first. Um, like, there's no doubt about it. It was a defensive performance from yeah. Rangers. Whether you know this, well, if I was going to be obvious, the fact that the strikers weren't playing that that is the determining factor here, but. Whether it was meant to be that defensive in the first half, even with the personnel, well, only really Giovanni van Bronckhorst would, would be able to answer that. Yeah, that, listen, I think it w- was. The fact that, you know, we keep saying that they had no strikers. They did have a striker. Sakala is a striker. No, you say he can't play there. But he's a striker who is probably better suited when he comes off the wing because that's where he's performed best for Rangers. But he's a striker. And van Bronckhorst, it's at this stage in the competition. And you look at your players and what you've got, you have to weigh up what's the best option. The best option for him was the way they went about that first half. We try to play with pace, with Kent and Wright, going in those channels. Anytime Rangers got possession back, they didn't look to play. They just looked to go long in a rebel, making that middle of the pitch hard to play through. And it worked. So, you know, there's there's different ways to, to go about a tie. You don't have to play with an out-and-out striker all the time, especially away from home at this level. So, four or five minutes it worked and bar a brilliant late strike <laughs> the Rangers fans would have been loading him for a, a masterclass in defensive performance even though Leipzig missed a few chances that was John and on the subject of Giovanni Van Bronckhorst we are going to hear from him on the show next stay where you are after they play you have your say 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard's open line Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here In fact Gordon DL's just coming back from the bathroom <laughs> if we're being honest Drying his face Why do you look so wet? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened in there? I had a, a wee short expression oh, it's been a long day I'm, I'm not young Before it's that break it looked like he was falling asleep so he's went to the bathroom he's come back covered in water his hair's all spiked up he's yeah. obviously dipped his face in the sink it's a Thursday night <laughs> I've dipped my face in the sink it's a Thursday night I'm out in the town <laughs> here I come um, let's hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst a big night for him and his Rangers team a 1-0 defeat to take back to Ibrox here's what he had to say 
I think we we defended and we played really well. You know, we wanted to uh, to get a good result. I think first half we uh, I think we were well organized throughout the game, especially defensively, uh, to give n- not many chances away. Of course, the quality of, of Leipzig, you know, with their, with their players, they will always create something, but we made it really difficult for them to create the chances. I think the first half we defended well and we weren't as uh, comfortable on the ball. Second half, you know, we changed a little bit our setup, so we didn't have to run a lot, especially our midfield players. I think we were well organized and also on the ball, you know, we, uh, we, we were more, much more confident. We created some, some dangerous moments in the second half. And, uh, you know, it's always um, disappointing that you lose a goal so late in the game. But, um, you know, it's a 1-0 defeat. And uh, we know what to do next week. You know, it's a final in Seville. We can, uh, we can qualify for, so we have to give everything. And, um, you know, I'm sure that our home game next week uh, at Ibrox will, will give, a, give us a lot of energy to, uh, to overcome Leipzig. And, uh, you know, it's a quality team we also saw today. But, you know, we want to reach the final. So uh, we have to prepare well, as always, next week. And uh, you know, uh, give everything to uh, to reach uh, Seville. It's not really a style to be too high or too low, no, no matter what happens. So, is that sort of the, the response you would expect from him? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think everything he says here is kind of spot on. Even when he says why he changed at half time, because you know they wanted to control the ball, be but better the midfielders to to run less. I mean, we mentioned that throughout. Even if your midfielders are just running fifteen yards. You know, every couple of seconds it's going to take it out of them, which you were doing, and they look better. But he's right, you know, uh, by next Thursday, time next Thursday comes, you know, the, the hardest leg is out the way, the away leg. The Celtic game is out the way. You'll know either way what's happening in that situation. So Rangers can leave nothing in the dressing room. They can throw everything at it, and their home form has been good. So it's going to be a huge effort, but. At least the players know what they have to do, how they have to approach it. I think he was happy with tonight's um, performance, Gordon. He talked there about he felt that they were organised. I, I totally agree. I think at times he defended well, he put some good blocks in. And the interesting one, the change at half time, he started with five at the back, three in the middle, and the two up top to, to run about. I think the three in the middle were getting a little bit overrun at times. It was a harsh shift for him. So in the second half, he went 5 4 1. He put an extra body in there. He put Wright and Kent uh, beside Kamara and Jack, gave them an extra body to help them, or able through the middle. I thought he, I thought he called it well tonight. He was just outdone, and he was quite right when he, he can, you know, he complimented the team and the quality they've got that he's playing against. I think Paul, who's a Rangers fan, does have a couple of points he wants to raise about the manager. Though Paul, is that fair? Uh, yeah, no, that's good. Uh, well, thanks for um, taking my call. Um, I know it's a busy night tonight. Um, Listen, just to start off as well, I think you know going to Germany, uh, you know one 0 defeat, you know against a really good team. I mean they were we were a big they had gotten saying about a big step up from Braga, and absolutely they were. Um, so I think to come away there from a one 0 defeat, given you know we didn't have a recognised striker up front, isn't too bad going. Disappointed towards a late goal, absolutely, and that's where I'm kind of leading on with my point here. Um, I don't know what the panel think of this, but I phoned up a couple of times beforehand and probably bored me we raised that again, right? But uh, to me, it's quite important. Um, and I, 
I think I'd heard um, Alan McCoy's talking about it in the, in the game and I no, was that quick you may have missed it um, or maybe I'm wrong and, and maybe putting the, the guy under pressure here uh, but Sands I think James Sands had um, he had been missing um, when the when the ball came out maybe wasn't tight enough against the guy that's what gave the corner away um, that led to the goal I could be wrong in saying that but saying that as well uh, Sands hasn't been a regular feature of Rangers um, and my point is Steve Davis the guy came on against Celtic in the cup final and brought control and calmness to the midfield he was the ideal candidate to see the Rangers team out and, and close that last five minutes off. I don't know what what from Bronckhorst doesn't see in Steve Davis. I still think he's got energy in the tank. He's a North Island international who brings composure to the team. And I'm disappointed. My slight disappointment, I suppose, is and a wee bit of frustration, I suppose, rather than disappointment, is he didn't bring Davis home to see that game out. I don't. I don't know what you guys think. What do you think, guys? I think. I think that's a great point. I really do I mean it seems I'm not saying Paul is doing this But let's be careful you're not, We're not blaming James Sands All of a sudden no, For no. Rangers losing that game Are no, we? No but I think I think Paul makes the point That you know Davis Davis is a quality footballer Has played in massive games before Knows the big stage He's got plenty of life left In his legs as well Gordon He showed that time after time I thought that Like James It'd have been a good opportunity Especially when they're they're looking to say we need to get a goal here take something at Ibrox when you get a guy like Davis in the middle of the park that'll control the pace of the game keep the ball keep possession yeah I, I, I think that I think Paul makes a, a fantastic point but I, I, I keep going back to it I thought the manager tonight played a big part than Rangers and I think a lot of Rangers fans will be happy that they're still in the tie and I think the manager's going to take credit for tonight but I think that's a great point about uh, Davis coming on the pitch Not really sure because I didn't see Sands doing much wrong Paul I didn't see the, the moment you're talking about I need to see that back leading up to the corner um, it's wee things like that minute things like that that might make the difference but I, like I'm with you to Davis quality player I'm surprised how far he has kind of done the pecking order at the minute. I'm surprised he didn't make an yeah. appearance. Just quickly it. before we go, Paul, are you still feeling optimistic you can progress through this tie? You know, I've looked back at some of the performances. Dortmund, um, Braga, Ibrox, the crowd is the extra man. Um, and, I, and I hope, I really do hope, we get to that, that final. And the reason being, it's anniversary, 150th anniversary, 50 years to, to the time we won um, the Cup Winners' Cup. But do you know what? It's more fitting for, hopefully, a, a fitting farewell for um, maybe Alan McGregor um, mm. finishing this year, but also for um, Walter Smith. What what a way to, to kind of, um, you know, God bless his soul and everything else, but that, that would be a great way for Rangers to kind of um, do that and, and, and all the stuff that's happened in the last 10 years and so on to get to the final of that. And to go through all those qualifiers, um, I think it kind of rubs the nose into um, UEFA um, to, show, to say, say that how far Rangers have came. with a budget of 2.75 million in comparison to some of the big English teams with, with 60 million budgets. Sorry, I just want to pass it to Scottish football and I think hopefully we can do it for, for Scotland as well and I think um, it'll be a, a great night next week. Yeah, big week ahead for sure. Let's hear one more from Giovanni Van Bronckers before we go. Of course, you felt uh, you feel the disappointed the disappointment in the in the locker room because of the late goal. 
But um, you know, it's it, we only halfway, and uh, we've shown before our character to um, you know to get back into our rhythm next week at home. Uh, that's what we have to do. Uh, it's not many times you have the chance to to play a European final, so you know we have to go all out and and make sure we do everything to uh, to win the game. The second uh, game in a tie is always different because you know one team has to take risk because of the scoreline so you know I you I don't think we're gonna we're gonna play the same way like, like we did today you know we have to win we have to win by a margin of two and of course a one, a one goal uh, gets us back into the tie um, but uh, you know I think we're capable in, in doing so uh, with respecting the the quality of the opponent but uh, you know we had many many great European nights at home and the the fans will definitely give us energy and will uh, give us um, uh, you know all the all the all the ambience we need. And uh, my players should should fight for uh, for the final. I mean, it's definitely we are losing some important strikers. I mean, I cannot hide that. You can see it. Uh, but um, you know, we we showed before that uh, that that we can score. Uh, we did it in in the weekend. We did it against Braga. So um, we did it, did it against Celtic. So uh, we are capable in doing that. We just have to uh, make sure we give everything to create the chances. And when the chances will come, you know, I'm I'm, I'm sure we're going to create chances next week. And then we have to take them. But uh, you know. Take the chances you get Create chances and take them That is the game plan It certainly sounds like a good one Mark Wilson How would you sum it all up then? We're about to bid farewell Now we've had a bit of time to digest everything that's gone on How would you sum it up? Well it was a huge night for Rangers They needed big performances And they got them in a different way from usual A more defensive, conservative approach And it worked for so long But you've got to say There was big chances that passed, uh, they gave up But they're still in the tie only losing with one goal going back to Ibrox the tie's still in the balance all to play for uh, I think the majority of Rangers fans will be pleased to the fact that you know the, the aim was to keep their cell in this tie give their cell a chance at Ibrox packed house they've got that they've got a massive week coming up uh, game coming up at the weekend as well exciting times ahead can't wait for the next week and another 11 o'clock show Gordon yeah, it's going to be absolutely massive next week No doubt about that Thank you to Gordon DL and to Mark Wilson For joining me, Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard It was an extra special, long episode of the show But it goes without saying It's because it was a huge night in Europe For Scottish football Rangers went to Leipzig They battled away, they defended bravely But in the end, they were undone It was a wonder strike A volley into the bottom corner with not too long left And the full-time result from Leipzig RB Leipzig 1, Rangers 0. So just a one-goal deficit to overturn. We've heard from Giovanni van Bronckhurst. He sounds confident. He's outlining the game plan. Will Kimar Roof be available for the game next week? A massive question to be answered. And of course, in case you've not had your fill of big games, well, Celtic play Rangers on Sunday at 12 noon. So there is so much happening, so much to look back on from tonight and to look forward to uh, on tomorrow night's show. We'll be back at 6 o'clock with Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller. Really looking forward to finding out what they made of tonight's game. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you at 6 tomorrow. And Meg McHugh is up next. <laughs>